Hello ladies, I'm here on page 67 for week 4, day 3. The Prophets in Exile, Isaiah and Malachi. And we are going to start with the scripture reading, which is um, Isaiah 1. So Isaiah all of, all of 1. Um, and I am going to go ahead and read that for you today um, from my new application Life Bible. Okay. So, the sins of Israel and Judah. These visitors concerning Judah and Jerusalem came to Isaiah's son, Amos, during the reigns of Uzziah's, Jotha, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, all kings of Judah. Hear, O heavens, listen, O earth. This is what the Lord says. The children I raised and cared for have turned against me. Even the animals, the donkey and the ox, know their owner and appreciate his care, but not my people, Israel. No matter what I do for them, they do not understand. Oh, what a sinful nation they are. They are loaded down with a burden of guilt. They are evil and corrupt children who have turned away from the Lord. They have despised the Holy One of Israel, cutting themselves off from his help. Why do you continue to invite punishment? Must you rebel forever? Your head is injured and your heart is sick. You are sick from head to toe, covered with bruises, welts, and infected wounds, without any ointments or bandages. Your country lies in ruins and your cities are burned. As you watch foreigners plunder your fields and destroy everything they see. Jerusalem stands abandoned like a watchman's shelter in a vineyard or a field after the harvest is over. It is as helpless as a city under siege. If the Lord Almighty had not spared a few of us, we would have been wiped out as completely as Sodom and Gomorrah. Listen to the Lord, you leaders of Israel. Listen to the law of our God, people of Israel. You act just like the rulers and people of Sodom and Gomorrah. I am sick of your sacrifices, says the Lord. Don't bring me any more burnt offerings. I don't want that that fat from your rams or other animals. I don't want to see the blood from your offerings of bulls and rams and goats. Why do you keep parading through my courts with your worthless sacrifices? The incense you bring me in a st- is a stench in my nostrils. Your celebrations of the new moon and the Sabbath day and your special days for fasting, even your most poise meetings are all sinful and false. I want nothing more to do with them. I hate all your festivals and sacrifices. I cannot stand the sight of them. From now on, when you lift up your hands in prayer, I will refuse to look. Even though you offer many prayers, I will not listen. For your hands are covered with the blood of innocent victims. Wash yourselves and be clean. Let me no longer see your evil deeds. Give me your wicked ways. Learn to do good. Seek justice. Help the oppressed. Defend the orphan. Fight for the rights of widows. Come now, let us argue this out, says the Lord. No matter how deep the stain of your sins, I can remove it. I can make you as clean as freshly fallen snow, even if you are stained as red as crimson. I can make you as white as wool. If you will only obey me and let me help you, then you will have plenty to eat. But if you keep turning away and refusing to listen, you will be destroying your enemies. I, the Lord, have spoken. See how Jerusalem, once so faithful, has become a prostitute. 
Once the home of justice and righteousness, she is now filled with murderers. Once like pure silver, you have become like worthless slag. Once so pure, you are now like watered-down wine. Your leaders are rebels, the companions of thieves. All of them take brides and refuse to defend the orphan and the widows. Therefore, the Lord, the mighty Lord Almighty, the mighty one of Israel says, I will pour out my fury on you, my enemies. I will turn against you. I will melt you down and skim off your slag. I will remove all your impurities. Afterward, I will give you good judges and wise counsel like the ones you used to have. Then Jerusalem will again be called the home of the justice and faithful city. Because the Lord is just and righteous, the repentant people of Jerusalem will be redeemed, but all the sinners will be completely destroyed, for they refuse to come to the Lord. Shame will cover when you think of the times you offended sacrifices to idols in your grooves of sacred oaks. You will blush when you think of all the sins you committed in your sacred gardens. You will wither away like an oak or a garden without water. The strongest among you will disappear like burning straw. Your evil deeds are the spark that will set the straw on fire, and no one will be able to put it out. That is Isaiah 1. Now we go to page 68 and read the page for day 3. Repent and return. This is the message of the prophets. They called the people to repent of their sin and unfaithfulness to God and to return to him and to the covenant. The prophets were zealous and devoted men. They were men called by God to bring the message of repentance to Israel and Judah. The prophets loved their people and they loved the Lord. They loved the people so much that they refused to ignore the sin adultery, and unfaithfulness that was rampant among the people. They boldly proclaimed the message that God had entrusted them. They lived out sermons with their lives and called the people to repentance. They gave their entire lives to preach a message that was often not received. They gave everything in God's service. The major and minor prophets comprised the last 17 books of the Old Testament. The designations of major and minor have nothing to do with their importance, but simply refer to the lengths of the books that the prophets wrote. Chronology, the majority of these prophets lived and prophesied during the period of history that we already covered. The prophets are traditionally broken into three categories. Pre-exilic and then ex exilic and post-exilic ex i don't even know that might not be right but this is simply a way of identifying if they gave their message before during or after the exile the exile of god's people is a tragic part of the story of scripture it should not come as a shock to us though and it should not have come as a shock to israel and judah either all the way back god has given clear instruction about the blessing for obedience and the consequences for disobedience the consequences for turning from God was that eventually the people would be rejected from the land that God had given them. The people were aware of the consequences of their sin, and yet they chose to sin anyway. The prophets were pleading with the people, but it was really the Lord pleading with them. He was reminding them of who he is and all that he had done for them. Many of the prophetic books Set, um, spend a great deal of time detailing God's character and pointing back to his 
constant faithfulness to generations of his people. It is easy for us to look at the nation of Israel and be perplexed or even disgusted by their actions. They followed their own way, despite a covenant God had that pursued them. They worried, despite a God that had faithfully cared for them every step of the way. But when we are honest with ourselves, we are so often like the people of Israel. We think that we know what is best for our lives instead of trusting the Lord. We worry and complain, even though he has always been faithful. So may the message of the prophets be a message to our hearts to turn back to the Lord day after day. Question one. Write a summary of the message of the prophets. Question two. Isaiah 1 beautifully shows the message of the many prophets. These would be judgment for sin, but there was also hope for redemption. What did God ask the people to do in Isaiah 1? Look for commands that were given to the people and record them below. Isaiah 59.2 tells us about one of the effects of sin. What happened because of sin of people? That's the end of day three.